Hey there, mamas. You are listening to Release Your Inner Power podcast, where we talk about having both me time and being the best mom, sharing stories, encouragement, and tips for taking the steps to release that inner power and that mom guilt. I'm your host, Shauna B. Here we go. One quick thing before we get started. I will be doing a drawing for a fun gift each month. Here are three ways to enter. You can email me to share your juicy takeaways, topic ideas you want to hear, or share a story. Share this podcast on social media and tag me with what episode you listened to and what you learned or loved about it. And if you leave a review, you will get two entries into the drawing. I will announce the winner the last week of each month. Okay, let's get started. This featured mama that's on today is one of my near and dear friends that I am so excited to have on the show. She is a working mama of three and a wife. She's super busy, but likes to get her time in when she also needs it. I would like to introduce to you, Melanie. Hey there. Welcome back to Release Your Inner Power podcast. I have a a really special guest on because she is also a friend of mine, Mm -hmm. and I'm excited to share her with all of you guys. She is a working mom of three and a wife and she's going to share her story and all of her little juicy tidbits today so welcome melanie welcome to the show thank you thank you happy to be here yeah i'm excited (laughs) i'm excited that you're here so let's start with tell us paint us a picture of who you are and how you got to where you are okay um so as you said i'm a working mom of three i you know graduated college and went right into the workforce and was really focused and dedicated on my work and growing um, my reputation there. I met my husband um, about 12 years ago and um, we've had three kids since. Um, We've had a big move from Seattle down to the Phoenix area um, I've continued to grow in my career path and then, and, you know, having a supportive spouse definitely helps with that. Um, and we now, um, reside in Phoenix where we are really close to quite a bit of family here, which is nice. Oh yeah. I, I do have to say, I, I have a little bit of insight because of <laughs> you guys and I, you guys are like a well-oiled machine together. Like I just <laughs> love watching you guys parent together. I'll just like sit back and I'm just like, whoa. This is awesome. Like, you know, they, when I say they, I'm talking about Melanie or husband, but they like almost have, they don't even have to communicate sometimes what to pick up and like take over, do this, or it just happens. And you're just like, what? Like when you (laughs) sit there and watch it, it's just like so amazing. I love it. I love watching you guys pair it together. It's great. (laughs) I had to put that little plug in there because that's just like, I love that about you guys. (laughs) So tell me about, um, your hood as a mom, what's your momhood look like? What is that like for you? So um, like you said, you know, we kind of, my husband and I balance it out as much as we can. Um, my husband works very early in the morning. He's out of the house by 5.30 a.m. So my momhood is, I get up, I'm with the kids until I take them to school. Their school starts later at nine o'clock. So it's a lot of time at home supporting them, making sure they have what they need in the morning and building, filling that time until we leave. Cause they do wake up very early about six o'clock. Um, and then when they get home from school again, focus on their homework. Some have homework, some don't, you know, some still need to get wiggles out. Some 
want just some quiet me time, really trying to manage um, their expectations, making dinner and um, keeping them calm enough for bedtime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, so you said how many kids you have, what are their ages? Are they all in school? Are they in different schools? Like do you, is like drop off easy? Cause you get to drop them at the same place. Is it different places? What's that look like? So they are all at the same school, which is nice. So they're nine, seven, and then five. Um, the five-year-old is just turning five actually this coming weekend. Um, so he's in pre-K. Um, we did not start him early in kindergarten and you know everybody has their own opinion on that. Um, so one drop-off is nice. It's great. We are able to pick him up and drop him off at the same location. However, it can be a challenge because my youngest is in pre-K. They don't have before and after care. Oh, yeah. where it would make some days easier um, to drop them off. Maybe at you know, the morning care at 7 a.m. versus waiting till 845 to drop them off. Um, or even in aftercare, we have to be there right on time. Um, there's no there's not a lot of grace period in the in the afternoons. So mm -hmm. although it is one drop off, which we love, we did a trade off for that. Right. A trade off that we just have to be there at certain times. Our schedule is a little more set where next year we'll have a lot more flexibility, be able to extend their um, time, which they actually want. <laughs> they're upset yeah. that they don't do morning care and aftercare every day because their friends are all there. Um, oh, that's cute. Yeah. I love that. They're like, oh, mom, can we do before and after so we can be kicking it with our friends? I know. Well. And I'm like, well, I'm not opposed to it. But it, so next year will be easier with the responsibilities and the drop off. Um, expectation which will be nice yeah yep. yeah I like that they want to hang out with their friends before and after too it'll <laughs> probably help with like all the wiggles and stuff like you were saying just getting that out yeah. to you after school too so yeah what types of like how how do you get your me time in with working your job and having having three kiddos and all of the things like how do you make sure that you get your time to fill yourself up so I think I think all moms do this where I stay up way too late because it's when everybody's asleep and I can have a glass of wine and <laughs> yeah. you know nobody's bothering me or judging my trashy show but <laughs> outside of that when I go to bed at like a proper time um I work from home so very thankful that I do and I have for quite a while. Um, if a call cancels, I have a Peloton. So in the summer when it's too hot where I live, I can get on that and do a quick ride, get my get my own wiggles out, get my energy and um, kind of um, separate from work or any of my other responsibilities and focus on something for myself or I'll go out and do a run or a long ride when it's nicer outside. I try and make sure I have that time um, and try and set aside that time for me. It's not easy every day. I don't put it on my calendar. My brain doesn't work that way. I, cause I'll remove it and schedule something else. But again, if a call cancels or something I thought I was going to need to do, and I don't have to anymore, I, that's when I'll focus on my me time instead of putting work in that fill to fill that hole. Okay. I like that. I, <laughs> I find that I do that too. If I have something on my schedule and then it cancels, I'm like, oh, well now I can do X. Like you almost take from the, I want to section and bring it right over into the plan. Yeah. Section, and it's nice know? to have it like here. So I don't have to then like go to a gym. 
right? Yeah. When the kids are older, we'll probably get a gym membership. But the fact that it's in my house or I can just run here in the neighborhood makes it easier to make that split second decision of, okay, I'm going to go now versus mm-hmm. when I got to pack my bag for the gym. Oh, I need a snack or, you know what I mean? All these things. We more need. planning. Yeah, yeah. More planning and decision-making when it's just like, okay, I can go. And then you just go. Yeah. Yeah. The decision-making exactly. yeah. you're like, okay, I'm on my third decision. Am I really doing this now? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, another question I have for you is what, like, what are you really passionate about? What makes you like tick as an individual? Um, I think this is hard for a lot of moms to feel who they are individually because they're so defined by being a parent or being a working adult. Like my job defines me, my kids define me. Um, So that is hard. Um, to kind of find the difference. I don't know what I would say necessarily my passions are, but I have worked over the last few years, especially as my kids get a little older and I'm not like in the thick of it. Um, they need me for different reasons, not, you know, to hold them and carry them all the time. There's different responsibilities, but I start, I've started to go back to hobbies. So like I said, I ride my bike a lot. I'll go on an hour long bike ride, just listen to an audio book and that relaxes me or I do puzzles a lot. They, I know my husband thinks I'm crazy, but they're very relaxing to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anything like that, that's a hobby of mine. I'm trying to bring that back because it's something that's mine that I own and that, you know, helps me find who I was before kids or, yeah. you know, having a girl's night with a bunch of friends Yeah. away from the house and, you know, doing something silly. I do. We, my sister-in-laws, we all get together and watch Hocus Pocus like every year. Oh, that's know. fun. It's a ridiculous movie, but it's from our childhood and we go and we drink and get fun dinner and just really, you know, can complain about everything and then yeah. <laughs> relax. Yeah. I like that. I like that. There's always, I like that um, you have different too, that you have different hobbies. And I like that you said that, you know, getting back to like you basically, right? Like you said you, when you're, I mean, like, I feel like all your circumstances and situations around you um, can define who you are. And sometimes we get stuck and forget to really go back to ourselves, right? Because when you're in, there is, you know, there is, there is certain times of momhood where you're in the trenches and you're like, I have to do the trench right now. I can't, you know, do right. this other thing, which is totally understandable. Um, but the fact that like, you're saying, you know, now I can, like now I can, and I have to go back to doing things and, and you're right. It is hard. It is hard to be like, wait, do I like doing that? I don't remember because I spent like eight years or whatever, or four years, you know, depending on where you're at in your mom journey, but it can be so many different things that you just like have to try thing, try new things, pitch things. Okay. That didn't work for me or yeah. oh, wait, this is, I really like this, you know, like, I really like that you said puzzles because there is something about that too. That is like relaxing at the same time. It just, I don't know. There's some weird thing about puzzles where you get motivated, where you have to finish the puzzle. Maybe it's like, I know, it's the obsession. Now. Like I gotta do it. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, well, now I've done this far. So now I'm going to finish it. And it just becomes this whole thing. So I like, yeah. I like that you said puzzles too. Well, really and cool. like, and starting to add these things in now, I think will help when I know it's years down the road for me, but I've talked to other parents who are now empty nesters and they're like lost. They don't know who they are. They don't know what they like to do. They kind of 
are walking around in a daze because for 18 plus years, they've been supporting and caring for their children, which, you know, that there's no fault in doing that. But I'm hoping kind of keeping a pulse or touch on who I was will help with that transition, you know, later on. Absolutely. That, that, what you just said right there is why I started my coaching business. Yeah, That is one of the main reasons why is because you can get sucked in and you're just like fully on with your kids and never getting back in tune with yourself. And then it's just like that. Then they're 18 and you're like, what do I do? Where do I go? Who are my friends? Do I have friends? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, exactly. yeah, like you forget. It's like you forget everything because you haven't practiced it or paid attention or anything. Cause you're like, I'm doing all the stuff. I'm doing all the things. And so I really like that you shared that because that's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to get back, to get back to you before they leave. So then you're like, okay, now, you know, of course you're still going to have them missing them and all of the change because they're leaving the nest. But at the same time, if you build up yourself and remember hobbies and things you like to do and actually going and doing those things, it's a heck of a lot easier when they leave because you still have all all those things in practice already. Yeah. And I think it also helps them see you as a person and not just their parent. Right. And they don't just assume, well, mom's going to do this because she's a mom. And it's it's not I don't want to do it, but sometimes I have something scheduled or something I want to do. And hopefully it helps them later on in life to understand they should hold on to who they are. It's okay to grow and adjust and build on that. But keeping the core is, you know, important. Yeah, it's yes. I've it's funny that you say that because I am working on that right now with my youngest, with my daughter because she will ask for something and I'm like that's going to have to wait. If you would like to try, you can, you know, like mom, can you get me this? It's like you can go ahead and try, but right now I'm currently doing this and I will not be doing that until I'm done with this. Like and then having them learn how to actually wait for that or try on their own, you know, things like yeah. that. It's just it's definitely interesting to when, when they're, she's, she is seven. So she's like at that age, right. Of like not needing me as much and more independence. And so she's learning that I am a person too, and not just the mom that does all the things. So it's, yeah. It's well, a- and I think with COVID, it kind of, I don't want I think it hurt a lot of that mm-hmm. because yeah. we were always around. They were always around. We didn't have opportunity to see their show what we do outside the home because we're stuck at home or give them opportunities to um, like, if you go to a restaurant, okay, I'll let you go to the restroom by yourself. Right. As little as that, them taking responsibility and doing that. Like we lost a lot of that then. And so now we're almost behind the eight ball, depending on the kid's age. Right. I'm talking about for my kid's age, they were one and a half, three and five when it happened. So they they didn't have as much independent built in yet. So we're kind of making up for lost time and showing them ours as well. Yeah, I totally agree. I I, I definitely, I'm seeing it now that like we're back in school and the swing of things, even with like, you know, soccer or activities and just being social and like being in a group and how they're like, whoa, because it's like a lot of people all in one space and like moving through that as well as finding their independence. And then, oh, wait, you know, we're not, like we were, you know, constantly together, like all the time. And so, and then going from now doing that, it's, it's behind We're like you said, we're behind the eight ball, if you will, but like we're getting there, but it's just at a different time because of what we were forced to actually do. But I, 
I totally agree that it's like what we do. They're going to, they're going to see what we do first because sometimes they just hear want, 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 you know, like we're talking to them and they're like, oh, yeah, mom's talking to me, whatever. Yeah. But like if yeah. we're doing it and modeling it for them, it's still planting the seeds for them. Even if they don't think they're going to do it five years from now, you're like, oh, there it is. You know, now I see yeah. that you're doing it because I was doing it, which is super important. I totally agree with you. Yeah. 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 So what would you say? So what would you say, because as moms, we have many superpowers and we, you know, bring out our cape every once in a while. What would you say that your superpower is? Um, I don't know if it's a superpower, but it's something I try to do for myself and everyone else is giving people and myself grace, right? A lot happened the past three years on top of being a mom of three that, you know what, I can't be everything for everyone. I'm going to take a pause and allow myself to, you know what, I'm not going to get that email out today. And that's going to have to be okay. Because my kids up there and having trouble with his homework, and I'm now going to need to go and help him. Or helping my kids understand to give each other grace too, right? If somebody's working on homework, and the youngest one wants him to play with him, and he's getting frustrated, helping him understand it's not that he doesn't want to play with you. He does. He's a, He has to do this first though. So let's all understand where we're coming from and, you know, allow ourselves to give ourselves a pause to, you know, take a break to watch, move, watch a trashy TV show till, you know, 10 is late for me till 10 mm -hmm. <laughs> with a glass of wine. Like if that's what will make me feel whole as a person or more whole as a person, like, allow myself to do it without the guilt that comes along with it. I think there's a lot of mom guilt, people guilt, wife or spouse guilt, friend guilt. There's just guilt everywhere. Oh yeah. I love that. I love that <laughs> so much. Cause I think, I mean, you like you hit the nail on the head. Like I love that you do that. And I love that you practice that. And yes, that is a superpower. <laughs> I would, I, I mean, I would love that to just like ripple to everybody because you yeah. are absolutely right. Like that being, being in a place where you just have guilt about things, it's just so much more pressure. And so like, the, I mean, it's like making it harder for yourself without realizing it. Like you're literally getting in the mud like thigh deep mud. And then you're like, okay, we're going to run through this. No, you're not. You know, you're just yeah. making it so much harder for yourself. So I love, I, I love that. I think that that is a huge, thank you for sharing that. I think that is a huge thing to share because that giving people, giving yourself more grace and teaching that, you know, teaching your kids and others to get, to have more grace and that it is okay. Um, I was just recently talking with another mom and she was saying about how, you have all these duties and these things to do. And like, I can't go to sleep without doing the dishes. Like for some reason, it's like, I have to do the Her dishes. Thing. You feel guilty yeah. that you don't get all the things done while doing all the stuff. And it's like, choose the show, choose the trashy TV show with the glass of wine or, oh, I have to do the dishes. And she's like, I really had to work through not doing the dishes to do this. And yeah. it's like, you know, it's totally a thing that we have to do. So I love that you shared that because I think it is important for us to give ourselves grace and be like, yes, I would like to be a whole person. I'm going to sit down with a glass yeah. of wine and watch this trashy TV <laughs> show and love all of it and go to bed super happy because guess what? There's always going to be dishes. There's always going to be something to do. There's yeah. always, and, and everybody's fine. And guess what? I'm better because I just did that for myself. Yeah. I'm going to be calmer tomorrow. And, um, 
I mean, something that I started with my kids, um, my oldest was telling me every morning I yelled at them, which no parent wants to hear that. And nobody wants to start their day yelling or being yelled at, right? Go get dressed, get your shoes on. Where's your water? We all have the same fight every day. I'm not the only one. So I started um, a responsibility chart for my kids realizing I was, why do I have to be the one to do the dishes, to do the, to get this? Why does it all fall on me? So I have also learned that it doesn't, I don't have to be the one to do it. Mm -hmm. The kids one need to learn because I, God forbid they meet somebody and the, whoever they end up with, they're like, oh, your mom didn't teach you to do the dishes or right? do the yeah. laundry, whatever yes. it is. <laughs> you know, you need yes. your shoes on before you leave the house, whatever that may be. So trying to, you know, when giving myself grace, it's also understanding I don't have to carry it all. It yes. can go to other people. And it, you know what? It's not going to be how I do it. My kids, when they do their hair in the morning, it is like a jumbled mess. But you know what? They're clothed. They're clean. Yeah. <laughs> they have food. Yeah. If it bothers them, they'll learn how to comb their hair differently. It's fine. Yes. I I know. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I also have been learning to do that. Like my daughter is very like has to dress a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I have just completely given up on that. I'm like, does she have clothes on? Great going to school, whatever it looks like, that's her jam. That's her thing. You know, it's like letting go of that whole, how it's supposed to be like, whatever. Well, and sometimes you get like amazing results from them, or it just shows their personality. Like my pre-kindergartner, his photo for school this year, I need to send it to you, by the way. Um, They picked out their clothes that day. I let him pick it out. I said, it should probably be a shirt with a collar. They did. He found headphones and put them on and tuck the cord into his pocket. And I dropped him off at school and I told the teacher, I'm like, this is what he wanted to wear, let him wear it. The photographer told him to take the headphones off and the teacher like, no, 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 he wants it. So his thought, his four-year-old pre-K picture is him with headphones. Oh, I love <laughs> it. I'm like, you know, why have a boring one? No, it shows right. his personality. It's great. Totally. Yeah, I love that. I love that he was, I love that he was brave enough to be different too and just be like, you know, here oh, I he am. This is me. That's great. I love that. I love that he owned it. It's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Well, thank you so much for um, being on with me today and sharing all of this. I think what you shared is really awesome and and will definitely touch other people. Um, so thank you for sharing all your information and being here with me today. Yeah, it's tough for moms out there. I'm glad you're yeah. there to help. Yeah, we got to stick together, man. We got to come together and support each other. That's right. <laughs> I just want to say thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, learned something new, or got a juicy takeaway that will bring in that heck yeah back into your life. I release a new episode each week, so make sure to subscribe. If you love the show, want to share a story, comment below. If you know someone that would love or need this episode, be sure to share it with them. I'm sure they would love you for it. Tag me and find me on social media at Ignited Decisions on Instagram and Shauna with Ignited Decisions on Facebook. I would love to know what episode you listened to and how it helped you as well as connect on social. Okay, mamas, claim your time and release your inner power.